So you know those times where you hear something or you read something or maybe someone says it in a different way that you've never heard before and it just hits home? Maybe you've heard that learning or that quote or that line over a hundred times but in that moment it's exactly what you need to hear and it hits you in a way that is never done before? That's what I'm hoping today's episode will do for you. I've got three fitness reminders that you may have heard before, but in this moment, in this way of saying them, it might hit home in a different way. So the first one on my list today is to follow your plan and not your feelings. Follow your plan and not your feelings. This one is super, super powerful because when I speak to my clients on a week-to-week basis, it's not that they have an inability to follow their nutrition plan or their training plan or whatever it might be. It's usually that things were going well and then something stressful happened at work or they were in a social scenario where they felt the peer pressure or they felt old habits creeping up again. And instead of sticking to the plan, they led with their feelings and decided to act on emotions in that moment. And if that that happens time and time again. Yes, that needs to be looked into. And yes, we have to look at the practicality of the plan. But generally speaking, it's because they were led with their emotions and their feelings. And the idea is not to take away those things. It's simply not to use it as a decision-making compass because we've realistically, we all get caught in these moments where we are tempted to make short-term decisions based on short-term feelings and emotions. However, if you're able to take a step back, if you're able to reflect, you're able to recognize why you made the decision to be on this plan in the first place, to make the decisions that align with your bigger picture goals and your long-term vision for yourself, this will lead you to far more success. And quite often when we don't follow the plan, it's because we are led by one of those short-term emotions. And that's what we have to recognize. These are just short-term and they will only usually serve you in the short-term as well. So it's really important to be emotionally agile in these situations, be able to take a step back to apply that third-person perspective and ask yourself, do I want to make this decision? Or will I be better off following the plan that I made in a moment where my emotions were low? My desires were high in the sense of where I wanted to be, but my short-term, perhaps volatile emotions weren't coming to the surface in that moment. And if you can do that, it will lead you to way more success. The next one is that what you do on your bad days matters more than what you do on your good days. It's quite easy to show up to the gym when we're super motivated. It's quite easy to eat that healthy meal when we really, really are incentivized by our goals and we can see progress happening. But what about that day where nothing seems to be going right within the process and outside of the process too? It's been a tough day. You've had difficult circumstances to navigate and you're also not seeing much progress on the scales. What do you do on that day? Do you follow through with the plan and even when it doesn't seem like results are happening, you still do what you need to do? Or do you do the opposite? Or do you just simply take your foot off the gas? And this is something I realized recently as well. I don't think the most successful people in the world are the people who have a ton of good days. Yes, they might have many good days, but I don't think they are much more than yours or mine. And realistically, what I think it is, is that the quality of their bad days, quote unquote, are much better than what someone would typically do. Someone might typically decide to go off plan with their nutrition, eat whatever they want for one night or maybe a couple of days. They'll skip a few sessions here or there. They might feel sorry for themselves a little bit, and then they might get back on track a few days 
days later. Whereas the person who has better quality bad days so that they don't slip down to zero, they pretty much hold themselves at 70 to 80%. They still stay on track. Yes, their sessions might not be as good because they weren't as highly motivated. Yes, they might have slipped a little bit on their nutrition, but they didn't allow themselves to get carried away. They might have had that blip. They made up for it the next day by pulling back calories or something along those lines, and they were back on point as quickly as possible. And that's what I think it comes down to. It's not about removing or eliminating those bad days. It's simply about making sure that they don't turn into something detrimental and undoes an entire week of progress in just two or three days. That is the difference in my eyes, because when you look at the quality of their process over the course of six months or even a year, in fact, they're holding it about 80% because of their low days weren't super low and they pushed as much as they could on their high days. Whereas a lot of people will have 100% days for maybe weeks on end, and then they're going to have a month of potentially bad days or times where they just slip off entirely. And that kind of ties into the all or nothing mindset, which we've spoken a lot about before. And that is the difference maker at the end of the day. It's about raising up the quality of your quote unquote bad days and focusing on doing the best you can and then continuing to have as many good days as possible in between. And the final one on my list today is to not borrow from your future self to please your present self. This ties into the first one very nicely in the sense of following the plan and not your feelings. So many of us give in to what would make us feel great today and not what is going to make us feel amazing in five weeks six weeks, three to four months. And we've got to be really, really aware of trying to make as many decisions for our future self as much as possible. I always think of it this way. What is going to be most beneficial for the long-term version of myself? The long-term version of myself wants to get out of bed in the morning and get work done. The short-term version of myself probably wants to stay there and sleep a little bit more. The long-term version of myself wants to eat in alignment with his goals. My short-term version may not want to so much, but it's super important that we do not borrow from our future self because when we do to please our present self, only our present self wins. If you end up eating out of line with your goals, you don't really win on a long-term basis. However, if you eat in alignment with your goals, you have the satisfaction of saying, yes, I did this. I stuck to the and I feel amazing in the moment. I also have the long-term gratification of knowing that's going to serve my bigger picture goals and the things that I actually want to achieve in my life. So it's so important that if you kind of rewire your mindset and recognize that when you don't borrow from your future self and you make as many decisions in alignment with them as possible, both of you win the present and the future. However, when you just make them for the present, generally only your present wins and not bad from time to time. But when it comes to achieving those bigger things in life, the future self thinking is usually always going to get you better results. So team, I hope those reminders serve you well and you continue to make progress on your fitness journey. So that is everything from me today. Take care team. I look forward to speaking with you all very, very soon. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.